0: Welcome to the Sir Inc. Experience. Now just to let you know, this podcast may not be suitable for work or anyone under the age of 18, but let's get ready to talk about BDSM, the subdom experience, and everywhere you want to go in that sexy mind of yours. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Kinkspace at Sir Inc. Also on SirInc.com. Remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. And today, I want to discuss with you ownership and why it's important. I have my notes here. Ownership. Ownership and own her ship. And why it's important. And why so many people are failing. Guys. Dominance. Why are we failing in our relationships with our submissives and that is very very simple uh to me we are lacking in being clear about what that submissive means to you in your life in your journey as a dominant and when there's no clarity there's a lot of doubt and when there's doubt her as a flower would not open up as much as she possibly can. And I've had conversations over this last week uh, about this topic in general and mostly the different people that I've spoken to, not even on no specific topic. I didn't put a topic out there to get this feedback. It's conversations I've had with different women, at least three or four different women. And whether it be a relationship that lasted a year or a marriage that's going on almost 20 years, a lot of what's being found out are these guys are not being what I always say is emotionally intelligent. And frankly, a lot of guys use avoidance and are very passive in what they want or just their role as the man in a relationship. And what do I mean by that? I'm hearing guys struggle with being able to put together dates. You know, it'll be whatever, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do. That's just putting the control back on her. Something that, as a submissive, she really doesn't want to have to always do those things. If there's something like your birthday or something like that, she gets the plan, then fine. But you, as a dominant, need to be coming with your mindset, figure it out, find some places for you to go, find things for you to do. You have to be creative. And if you lack in creativity, you just need to ask people. But these are must, must know things. These are things that you have to do. You have to develop that. It's not a talent. You just have to develop that thought pattern of you having to be the architect of the relationship. You are the chief architect of the relationship. And why is the first thing I wrote down. Why, 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 why is simple? Because submissives are coming to you for direction. What the pimp say is she don't get any instruction. She'd be headed for destruction. These things sound crazy and funny and kind of, you know, misogynistic. But in actuality, In this lifestyle, in a power exchange, that's exactly what it is. Just because she's willing to hand you herself and her trust doesn't mean you can just blase, blase with it. You have to have a plan, at least have some structure set up, whereas though it keeps her going, it keeps her engaged, it keeps her mind open. This is what it is. And if you don't want that kind of responsibility, you shouldn't have a submissive to yourself. Number two, it's serious. It's dead serious. If you have, if you lack an attention span, this is not really the thing for you. If you find a submissive and you really, truly like her, you really, truly love her, you have to set. Let's not even say love. If you're just very interested in this up and you really want to build something with her, it's just that build. But a lot of times in today's society, we're convinced that everything has to be fifty fifty. You know, the women has some you know, it should have all to say in a relationship. These are the kind of things that a men are raised to kind of go by because innately men men think of relationships a lot of times in a way of this is how I'm gonna anchor my lifestyle. This is how I'm going to anchor my life down, and these are the things that I want far as family-wise, family, family structure, kids, so on and so forth. These are the things I want, and I want them with a woman, and then they choose a woman to play that part. The problem is that's it for a guy. Once they start having kids and you get getting into your regular routine— A lot of guys, just hit cruise control. That's it. That's what they thought. They didn't think about relationships in a way. When they say relationships are work, they didn't know that the the work in a relationship means you have to be engaged mentally in figuring out new things to do and keeping things interesting and spicy. You have to do that. She has to do that. And then together, y'all will have a very interesting relationship, especially when you involve kids, because you can get caught into a rut or just a routine that saps the life out of passion and spontaneity. And, you know, when you have kids, yeah, spontaneity does go out the window to a degree. But you have to make those moments. You have to build those moments up for spontaneity. It's not even that difficult. You know, it's just simple as taking a a ride down to the park, you know, taking a walk and kissing up against a tree or fingering her and kissing her against a tree. You know, it's just simple stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be grandiose. It can be very, very, very simple. But we have to be ready for that. And we're not taught that as men, we're not taught, not all of us, I'm sorry, are taught to look at relationships that way. And that's another reason why I, I lean toward like, I like stuff like uh, the pimp game because pimps are guys that have taken time to go inside women's minds. And it's just interesting to hear their perspective. You don't have to agree, I don't agree with everything that they're talking about, but it's very interesting when they get into the behavior and the mindset of women. That is more important for me to understand that part, not necessarily the manipulation part, but the part of understanding how a woman would think so you can anticipate certain things, so you can, you know, already head some issues off, you know, at the past. So this is what, that's why it's serious. And if you're not serious, you'll be found out. And then people will regret your actions because they will feel as though you weren't being forthcoming or you just didn't care enough. It's that serious. Number three, you cannot get her best without it. You have to have this. You cannot get a woman's best without really being steadfast, a man of character, being open, listening, not hearing what she says, listening to what she says. For those that don't know the difference, I was mentioning this before. When you hear someone, you're talking, the other person's talking, but you're forming your opinion or you're just checked out. When you listen you're there eye contact focus on them receiving the information without judgment then once they finish telling you what they have to say then you can get into how you feel about it blah 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 if your input is needed and you have to know the difference between when a woman is really coming to you for a resolution or if she's just coming to you To get it off her chest, because a lot of times they just want to get off their chest. And men, we look at that as bitching, like oh, you bitching, 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 always bitching about your job, always bitching, bitching. But this is just how this particular person processes their day. And you just need to make time to say, well, if you love her or if you like hearing her talk, you just let her get it out. Now, if you don't like your woman talking or if you don't like hearing her talk, then that's a whole nother issue. We're talking about maybe you need to replace, you might need to think about what you're thinking about with this woman. Have you taken time to really think about, you know, do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Right? They wrote a song about it. And it's it's really that simple. Do you know? It's too many of us, even older gentlemen, that are lost in the sauce. I had a, a young lady contact me and was giving me a situation about her and a guy that she's dealing with. And she's 31 years old. And when she told me that the guy that she was dealing with was in his mid-40s, I was like, oh, my God. Now, he was saying that, uh, you know, he wasn't really enough for her. He didn't have his life together. So after a year, he broke up with her and... um for these other reasons but he still wants to have sex with her so it's like all bs you know it's very confusing you get all wrapped up over a year tell all this woo 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 you love her and all that and then you turn around and just dump her and so my thought to her was you could deal with someone your own age and get that same uh and get that same result for me I feel as though if you're going to deal with an older gentleman, especially someone above 40 years old, they need to have their shit together. And and, and an older gentleman should be able to offer you some guidance, offer you some assistance, offer you something in the way of making your life better. Whether it be educational-wise, health-wise, mental-wise, emotional-wise, whatever way. This dude has to be adding to your progression. And if he all messed up, there's nothing you can do for him. And he certainly can't do anything for you but hurt you or lie to you or just waste your damn time. And so maybe a blessing in disguise for this young lady is that he admitted that he wasn't worth it. Because honestly, when I speak to other men that's in their 40s, mid 40s to late 40s, when I say, you know, A guy that's in his mid-40s, you know, um, can't really deal with a woman that's 31 or say that they are not in a good position in life to handle that 31-year-old after a year, they all look kind of crazy. You know, they all get to look like, well, that don't really sit right. And it should not sit right. It doesn't sit right with me. You know, Uh, I just think guys are just being disingenuous. I really do. I really think they're being disingenuous, and that's quite sad. Uh, really, he might have got to a point where he just didn't find her uh, interesting anymore, or he really realized he was in over his head as far as what she really should have out of life. And either way, he knew that coming in. He knew that a year ago. He knew that when he first met her and they started going out, he knew he wasn't enough. But after a year, you can't keep bullshitting. After a while, those facades come down. And I think that's just what it was. Um, It's very unfortunate, but these are the games that, you know, guys play. And it's only because they haven't really been taught how to be just straight up about their business. So these are the type of things that, you know, we we get into, and it's, a, uh, disheartening, you know, laziness, ooh, here's a good one, here's a good one, laziness, laziness, guys are lazy as hell, I've heard women say, you know, their man, uh, this one friend of mine, she has a property in this, um, really seedy neighborhood here in Philadelphia and she lives over in Jersey and she needs to come over here deal with contractors deal with uh you know the upkeep of the place and all that and she says this this guy won't even ride over there to help her work on a house won't you know go with her to meet contractors. If she has to come over here, you know, sometimes at odd, you know, not odd times at night, but, you know, kind of in the early evening, you know, this guy's very disengaged. You just feel like, oh, you got it. You can handle it. And that's not what a king does. That's what a fool does. A king needs to be involved in his woman's affairs, especially when other men are concerned in this way. This is not her full-time job. This is a side job. Well, it's a side business, which is an investment as far as a property. But when she sells the house, he'd be the first one ready to pop some champagne to celebrate, you know. But he's not willing to be there to help her make these things happen. And also to protect her. Like, who lets their wife travel over an hour away almost to a different city we're in a seedy neighborhood where you don't know what's going on, and you know, and we're not even going to mix in a factor like maybe she might have something on the side going on, and and just to be honest, she felt very, she feels very disrespected, very tired of of this, and it says she had a blow up with him over it because she just feels as though he's not offering any protection he's not offering any interest in affairs that basically they're both tied to. And uh sometimes guys will get a woman that can, you know, that that handles her business very well and they'll get lazy and just figure out what well, she can do everything on her own. And I think that's bad. I don't think a guy should uh at all let his woman be out there by herself. And this is just some of the situations that these men are putting women in. And when they put women in these situations, those small situations show them that you don't really, that they're not, those these, these guys aren't really engaged. These guys don't really care. Of course, she's gonna handle business. But when it comes to women dealing with men as far as contractors, mechanics, Things like that. Those are things that generally men handle. And she specifically said the the men that she was raised by, the men that she was uh, around would never let her uh, do these things on her own. So it's very different for her. She was uh, taken aback by the way her husband is just not engaging in that way he's a very trusting guy he's a good guy she says that he does a lot of good things right far as chivalry treating her like a lady since day one he's treated her like a a, a lady you know open doors all those kind of things all those wonderful gestures however in a, in some other ways he is just missing the mark on what it is to own his woman own his relationship and make sure that the queen, because that's what she is. That's what she should be to you, especially if you're married, make sure your queen is protected. And the first thing is to make sure that you have those security issues handled. And, um, and these are, this is how guys are losing. So yes, being lazy leads to all kind of problems. And a lot of guys are lazy We're content. Oh, football Sunday and blah, blah, blah. You know, we can get in a rut watching football, basketball, baseball, boo, boo, boo. we always got something going on that has nothing to do with any progress in our lives, any progress that's going to leave you to prosperity in your life or building something with your partner. It's the true man, the true gentleman, the true intellectually mature man that knows how to do all those things and does all those things relentlessly and tirelessly. Even when he's tired, he's making sure that things are getting done. He rarely falls short. He rarely not delivers. It's rare when these guys do not deliver. And the reason why that is, they're very realistic. About the things that they can. And cannot do. And the things that they can't do. They figure out a way to get those things done. That's what men do. That's what emotionally intelligent men do in relationships. It's not that hard. You just got to have stamina. You got to give it to her in the bedroom. You got to give it to her in the headroom. You feel me? You have to give it to her in every aspect of life. You have to fill her up. She has to feel desired. She has to feel needed. And she has to feel like she's a part of growing. This is what good domination does. All that other stuff, they playing around, sis. Wake up. Fifth on my list is power play. Yes. Owning her is a power play. It's a power play. It is a big, big power play. The exchange of power is a wonderful thing. But it's something not to be taken lightly. A power play is like euphoric. You know? When a woman gives herself to you, And trust you to do things with her, for her, and with her. That she would give no other man. Those things don't come easy. But because we live in this microwave world, we think those things do. And when a woman opens up like that, we take it for granted. Because we look in our DM and there's someone else there. Or there's someone else acting like they're submissive. Like, oh, I can be this. And we just keep... Opening up new doors and forgetting the ones that's already open. And so. The power exchange. But responsibility again comes with the power exchange. She will open up. In time, gradually, as much as you want and even more because our minds as men. Alpha males a lot of times. Our minds are not as expansive and imaginatory as a woman's mind. Whatever your wildest fantasy, your woman will more than likely play a part in that because you've given her that feeling of openness and safeness and togetherness that she needs to be that free, to give you what you want, to grant you your any and every wish she wishes to be your loyal and humble servant you have to know that and you in turn have to be her protector and her guide this is real real stuff y'all number six tug of war why is a tug of war going on in our relationships? There's a tug of war going on in our relationships, point blank, because of today's day and times. Women are more into the force, along with us men, and it's causing some challenges at home. And the challenge is, one, for the ladies, how to turn that shit off, when y'all get home and two for the guys it's how to allow them how to make a space where they can come down right if you're a beta male and you are allowing her to do everything then she never comes down off that position so in the house is going to be a lot of headbutting. But if you're a true gentleman, if you're a true dominant, you, you you create an environment and a space for her to come down off that hill when she comes home and fall in line. Where are you at? Letting her know that when you home, everything else is good. We good. We got this. I had this. And all you have to do is just be your beautiful self. And those things don't happen every night. It's not going to be easy because some for some women giving up control and truly being submissive is hard even though they desire it they do they do you know how tiring it is to be a man can you imagine being a woman who's you know who's feminine and soft and you know having a change like that for us is what we do is what we wake up with is what we go to sleep with. It's not natural for women to have this kind of martial energy because that's what they have to deal with when they go to work every day. So we have to create this space for them to be able to fall, for them to be able to fall and fall with the eyes closed and the arms open right into your dominance, right into a nice soft space where they can just relax and exhale. This is what it is. It's a power play. And that tug of war, we got to give up on that tug of war. That's just not good. It's not helping us. We're fighting each other. My hope is that younger generations will have let go of all this. This is an act that my generation from the 70s and some from the 80s are, are you know, well, definitely from the 60s, and the 70s are holding on to. I don't know about the 80s. But the 60s and the '70 babies were holding on to the power play too much in our relationships. It's really not that deep. Really not that deep. At the end of the day, no matter how much she make, no matter how much you make, no matter who, 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 who. When that window breaks, if your window ever breaks, if the alarm ever goes off in the middle of the night. Who's getting up to address the threat? So always the man that should put his life on the line. As long as that's the case, there should be no power struggle within the house. I'm just being honest. There's certain to certain things that we all must do in a relationship. Call the role, call it whatever you want. So order of things. Someone coming in here, I'm the one they're gonna see. I'm addressing the threat. By all means necessary. That's not my woman's place. Call a male chauvinistic, whatever. That's how it is with me. Resolution. Well, I guess that's, I dug into my resolution, right? That was my seventh thing on my list is resolution. How do we resolve this? How do we resolve this? Number one, ladies, you got to find a better way to figure out that this guy is really an alpha male. Is he a boss? And you know if he's not a boss. Like, come on ladies, y'all are too intelligent not to know if you're dealing with a boss or you're dealing with a beta male. Y'all know when y'all are dealing with a boss or a beta male. Bosses won't let you get away with certain things. Beta males will let you get away with a lot of things. Beta males aren't necessarily men of action. They're guys looking to be comfortable and taken care of. Just like, a, you know, what we used to say, dumb blondes, right? Or... You know, like you haven't had a bunch of young girls, right? they just looking to be taken care of. These dudes are out here looking to be taken care of. That's part of what's going on out here, everybody. We have to be honest with what we're seeing, where we've raised generations of people who are not grinders. They're not willing to work toward anything but themselves, whatever that is. And whatever they're working toward themselves A lot of time isn't productive because if it was, they try to include any and everyone that's directly in their life. Everyone should benefit. The things that I do, first and foremost, I do for other people. That's just the way my life is. And then I get time to do me. But I'll always put other people first. That's the role of a dominant. That's the role of an intelligent Emotionally intelligent man. This is what we do. We set guidance for the household, for the kids, for our woman, for our parents. When they get too old, we have to hold everything down, hold everything together. A man that's approaching 50 that don't have himself together. Circumstances sometimes, yes. I get it. There are some circumstances that can lend itself to you know really hurting a man's uh growth but in the end it's too many of them guys out here it's way too many of them there's way too many of them out here talking about they don't have themselves together i mean jesus christ i mean you know you've been an adult since 18 by the age of 50 you don't have shit together you don't have your own place I'm not even gonna talk about driving a car. I've heard of dudes that don't drive cars. Like, they can't drive. They're scared to drive. type of shit I'm hearing. I know some of these guys. I know a guy that fell off a bike, scared to get on a bike, scared to drive a car. You know, this is a grown man with a wife and a kid, but his wife runs him. She calls the shots. Now, how's his son gonna grow up? Now, we got two beta males. You know, and we need more alpha males right now. That's what's wrong with the world. People can't make decisions for themselves. Women are, are frightened. They don't know, they're not certain about the future because of what's going on in our social climate. But there's a lack of, that that also deals with a lack of men. Men being in, being, men being in their lives and being accountable. Men telling them everything's going to be okay because boom, I'm going to make it right. We're lacking these things. And so we have to take control. We have to have more alpha males. And there's a lot of alpha males that just aren't stepping up to the plate on the emotional tip or the intelligent tip. Like, be yourself, bro. Tell them how you feel. Tell them what you really want. That's what this lifestyle is definitely about, is to definitely explore yourself and, it's the, and when you meet people, just be honest with who you are. That's one of the things I love about BDSM. You come with who you are in your sleeves. We already know we got problems. We come with these, what the problems are. This is not a vanilla situation where I'm trying to give you my representative and then after a while, once I really figure out I like you, now I'm going to really show you who I really am. I mean, that's just really ridiculous in my in my in my opinion. I don't like that. I don't play those games. I try to make myself as open of a book as I can. I try to be as authentic as I can. I don't really want to be anything else. And that way other people can make informed decisions. But I'm also hoping that in my way of being honest with you, that you will feel good about being honest to me. Because The one thing that I definitely want more than love or adoration is respect. If you respect me and I respect you, then I know the things that I will say and the things you say to me is not out of malice. It's out of how you really feel and it's out of what you see. Whether that be right on the mark or off the mark, but the fact that you just feel comfortable with just saying it. Because holding it in is bad. And we don't need to wake up a year from now, three years from now, 20 years from now, talking about how we held all this shit in. And the whole time that was ruining the foundation of our relationship. So, I want to say, happy holidays, everybody. I am... uh, I'm about to do some things differently as I'm experimenting with video for next year, 2021, some interviews, doing video. Um, I'm also going to be changing my topics up because I don't I think that I'm underserving my friends, my listeners, by only talking about BDSM. Um, I will still stay in the realm of relationship topics but talking just more about relationships and not just relationships relating to bdsm topics so i want i want to start digging into relationships um connection and just a host of other things but i will not be delving into the world of politics at all and i will not be delving into uh the world of religion at all So you don't have to worry about that, but I will have topics dealing with like maybe some health things, um, you know, mental health things far as, uh, you know, this whole COVID not being able to travel, not being able to see loved ones, you know, what are some things that we can do? How do we process these things? This is going to be very important in my estimation going into 2021. So, you know, get ready for a a variety of topics. Uh, and definitely some different guests, as you know. Uh, I have my favorites like the Curious Girl and Michelle, and I'm hoping to bring on a lot of other people. If you're interested in getting on with me for a podcast or even a live, not a live, but a, a video cast, uh, you know, do email me at uh, sir i n q at sir q o nine at gmail.com or you can Instagram me DM me on Facebook at Sir Ink The Experience and you can always find me on kinkspace.net under Sir Ink where they, where we're really keeping it a hundred there with no restrictions so come join the fun um express yourself how you feel it's a different platform but it's a platform for Kingsters. uh i just restarted it in august as i uh, explained to you guys before but for those who don't know kingspace.net come check us out let's do this so happy holidays i wish you guys well and more than likely you'll get one more of these audios from me before the year ends. But if not, I wish everyone well, run or free. Live, love, and be blessed. Peace. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.